When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, June 15th. We've got some NBA trade rumors to discuss. We're going to congratulate Monty Williams on his new job. And we'll also just take a quick look at the results of the NBA Finals ratings. Of course, we're going to make some baseball bets on Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther Panther. It is Thursday. This week has flown by. Uh, Yeah, it's flown by. But, you know, when you wake up and work every day and you're still dreaming about retirement. That's, you know, still 15, 20 years away. Um, the, the week's dragging on, but I'll tell you what's really dragging baseball. Like, dare I say I miss basketball and hockey? Like, just baseball. I'd, a month of this is going to be very exhausting, I think. I don't know. Baseball's the best sport. Baseball's still the best sport. I like baseball. I don't know if it's the best sport. College football. DJs. You guys are going to chime in what the best sport is. Maybe Max needs to go back to doing his little um, voting little polls and, and Twitter or something. But you guys have to tell us, what is the best sport? I personally, college football is my season. I do love baseball, but that's more of like a fantasy thing for me. Not so much give a shit about baseball. Well, your fantasy could become reality. You were Reds, uh, your Reds, Cincinnati Reds are only a game and a half out of first place. One and a half games. And and I might be a little bit more excited about baseball if the uh, or once the A's finally moved to Las Vegas. I think I had read something where the Nevada whoever Senate or whoever approved three hundred and eighty million dollars for their new stadium. Oh yeah, listen, it's 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 a go. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, Mister Fitted saying NFL first, baseball second. I, I listen. I it's hard. I I get it. NFL is is the beast. I'm just a baseball guy. I'm just a baseball guy. Uh, but yeah, listen. I, yeah, I think it's gonna. Oh, in regards to DGen habits. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's a different story. Uh, betting wise, I mean, hockey would be number one for me. Dude, <laughs> I think I'm live. I think I have living proof that a blind squirrel can bet on hockey. I do quite well in hockey. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you're. You, I think it's gonna happen. I think the A's are moving to Vegas. I'm all for it. I need a team to support. I'm keep looking at where I'm going to live and mapping out uh, cities and, and areas and stuff. I'm going out to 
Northwest Arizona or the Vegas area. But that that will be my adoptive team, just like the Golden Knights, just like the Raiders. And God forbid if LeBron ever puts an NBA team in Las Vegas. Did you happen to see on Tuesday, of course, in uh, re- pour one out, rest in peace. Sorry, guys. The Oakland A's finally lost a game. Wah, wah, wah. But did you see on Tuesday they had – it was like an anti-boycott where they actually filled the stadium. They had 20,000-plus people in that stadium for the first time in ages. And all of them during the fifth inning started chanting, sell the team. I don't even get that. I don't, That doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> uh, oh, sell the team so they can stay in Oakland. Listen, if so you they can so about... stay in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, if, if there's anything we can learn from the Chicago Cubs, be forever, the century – of lovable losers is you support your team up or down support your team so when the a's are down you show up for the games don't be like two thousand my minor league team in fort wayne puts nine ten thousand in the seats like every freaking game you are a major league city with a major league team i don't care if they have the same win-loss record or, or average as the kansas city royals support your damn team it's, I think it's, it goes beyond support, though, because if you're using the Cubs as the, the the litmus test, they do have still a beautiful stadium, right? I mean, I know that's that, that, yeah, dog yeah. shit. It's one of those those, those <laughs> quaint. Uh, like, listen, I, I've 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 been to Fenway before they did like major renovations to it. There's there's old history to it. You can say that about the Cubs. Like, there's this historic. So, you know, and then they've improved it. They've improved uh, uh, Wrigley, right? I mean, they, they've actually put some investment in, into, you know, Oakland's a goddamn fucking dump. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking. It, I, 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 this is, this is coming from someone that, that went to fucking uh, city, uh, to Shea Stadium, risking rats and fucking tetanus, you know? I mean,. I think the the city or or the the ownership of kind of turned their back on the fans, so it's it's less the fans turning their back on them. Uh, you know, stadiums matter, right? I mean, Tampa Bay is, I'd say, what uh, always in the top five, ten of the best teams in baseball for the last fifteen years, and they can't fucking draw a crowd. I don't know how they haven't moved yet. That stadium. I mean, even hear the players complain. The ball goes up into the, you know, the white, white rafters. You can't see the damn ball. Like it's it is a crying shame because Tampa Bay is a great sports city. You look at what they've done with the Lightning, what they've done with the Bucks, and now what they've done with the Rays. I mean, the Rays have been a consistent winner for the better part of the last decade. They deserve a new stadium, or just get the hell out of Dodge. There's plenty of teams, Salt Lake City, or plenty of cities that are looking for a major league team. Okay, we derailed the opening, but it's fine because you give me the good segue. You say get the hell out of Dodge. There might be two players in the NBA that be, might be getting the hell out of Dodge. One is Bradley Beal, who, by the way, just signed an extension last year. He is on the trade block. And the other one, surprising, I, I saw this one. He's been in the news lately. One, Zion Williamson might be traded. Interesting. Now... Out of those two, which do you think is the most likely to be traded? And two, uh, who, who who wants these guys? Bradley Beal, it makes sense for him to be traded. Um, I think that Washington probably needs to start starting over and start looking to get younger. And if they can get some picks for a Bradley Beal, you might get some pretty good picks for a Bradley Beal. Um, and Zion... 
I don't know what you can get for Zion. This is a guy that's battled weight, battled health, battled games played. Um, when he's on the court, he's really good, but keeping him on the court seems to be a challenge. Zion is the kind of guy, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep banging on Dallas till they get a you know power forward or a, or a small forward for Luka. Dallas would be a great fit. Uh, maybe they just swap with Phoenix and bring DeAndre Ayton over and send Zion over there. I don't know. Uh, Bradley Beal is a little tougher um, on where he would go. Listen, until the Bulls get an actual point guard, since it looks like Lonzo may never play a game, anytime a point guard becomes available, Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, I, I don't care. The Bulls are going to be at the top of my list for a veteran point guard. So uh, those would probably be my top two spots. Uh, with those guys that you, that you mentioned. Okay, so uh, again, I don't want this to happen, but in the realm of possibility, if if this should happen, of course, Jalen Brown could resign with the Celtics, or he could go elsewhere. If he chooses to go elsewhere, there is an opportunity that they could do a sign and trade. So Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum are incredibly close; they're like almost like brothers. So if you're telling me you could get rid of Jalen Brown and get Bradley Beal to replace him, I don't hate that. Here's my thing with Boston's. Uh, they don't have an elite guard like Bradley Beal, but they have depth. When you look at Marcus Smart, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, and I'm probably missing another one, I think they need to you know, trade one of them or move one, one or two of them if you're going to bring another guard in because I think you just – become log jammed at the guard position. I wouldn't move Marcus Smart. He's become way too invaluable to the team for his defense. And he's a fan favorite. Let's be honest. You're a, you're a fan. Marcus Smart is a fan favorite. Um, Brogdon isn't really a Boston guy, so they could part ways with him. Um, Derek White came from San Antonio. Maybe they could part with him. But listen, Bradley Beal as a starter on that team, and it costs you Jalen Brown, I'm okay with that. That's my point, is if you're going to lose Jalen Brown for nothing, you might as well bring in the scoring and all that stuff for Bradley Beal. Now, I agree with you. I think it does create a little bit of a long jam. You have Bradley Beal playing that shooting guard, you know, or, or sometimes point guard position. You know, there there's that, that log jam there. I would not get rid of Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. I wouldn't get rid of Derek White either. I think Derek White is is, is the exact type of player that w helps you win championships. So I would not get rid of Derek White. But Brog Brogdon's expendable, I think so. Um, I, I think he's a guy that, that, that could be moved. Um, but yeah, listen, if you're, if you're going to lose Jalen Brown and bring in Bradley Beal, I'm fine with that. Now, of course, Jalen Brown doesn't want to play for Washington. He'd go to Atlanta. And then possibly Trey Young or DeJounte Murray could end up in Washington. So, I mean, it would be complicated to get that to work. Now, as for the Zion Williamson thing, apparently it's specifically to uh, trade Zion into the uh, for the top three, into the top three um, for the draft this year uh, to, to draft um, – uh, a player uh, was a scoot scoot something. I don't know. Um, I, I saw the name and I was like, who the fuck is that? I don't know college basketball very well, <laughs> but yeah. Um, 
All right, so this is what Vaughn's saying in the chat. Zion to the Hornets for the pick. Okay, that's the pick that they want. LaMelo plus Zion would be the box office. The 15 games, they're both healthy together. Jordan could go for that. I could see that. Uh, Beal with the no-trade clause, a horrible contract, not many options. Boston, Philly, Lakers. I read a report that what it costs to get Beal is going to surprise a lot of people, how low it could be. Scoot Henderson, thank you very much. We Henderson, uh, Vaughn, uh, Scoot Henderson is the guy that um, the, apparently – the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, Pelicans, yeah, New Orleans Pelicans are eyeing up, and um, Brandon Ingram off the table. By the way, they they want to keep Brandon Ingram, so they would rather keep Brandon Ingram and get rid of Zion Williamson. You know what I say to that? I fucking agree, wholeheartedly agree. Although if I'm the Hornets, and the choice is Lamelo and Zion, I'm keeping Lamelo. Like when oh, no, 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 no. Say so partner them up. He's, that's, oh, that's what, that's what we say. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So I they were going to trade him. No, 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 I like that. I mean, if they could ever be healthy, but LaMelo, man, when that dude's on the floor, he's a top 10 basketball player. He, he can shoot threes. He plays defense. He's really better than Lonzo, honestly. Um, Zion, I worry about Zion because like we said, he's, he's had the weight conditioning, um, health, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a little back and forth with the coach, some locker room? Like he's not exactly a locker room guy. I just, I just don't know if I would put the money, and it's going to take some money. I just don't know if Zion's the guy I'm going to hang my hat on. I think my issue with him is, other than his weight and conditioning, is his knees are going to be weak during the uh, the, the 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 regular season because we know he's got an affinity a weakness for the ladies. So you know, we, we, what does Rocky say? Uh, what what what, what? <laughs> Burgess Meredith, right? <laughs> in in Rocky, you know, it's like you know, women make weak uh, weak knees. <laughs> like, <Yeah. I> mean, <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, listen, more NBA news. Apparently, Monty Williams took a job. Did you know that Monty Williams took a job, Panther? Uh, I did because somebody messaged me at you know midnight to let me know that Monty Williams took a job. Monty Williams took a job. He is now the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. Congratulations, Monty Williams. You just went from the fucking Phoenix Suns which was one of the most winning teams in basketball over to the Detroit Pistons. Now, listen, Monty Williams has been around, right? I mean, he's he's coached some not-so-great teams, some rebuild teams. I mean, you could argue that Phoenix was a rebuild team when he get, got in there with a lot of talent. Do we think that he could kind of turn this Detroit Pistons team around? They've got some talent with uh, Cade Cunningham and some top draft picks. I mean, do you think Monty Williams has a shot to turn this team around? I think he does, and I think Detroit's a good fit. He's, he's a very good coach. He's managed stars. He's managed some egos. Um, and I think the Pistons, I, I just don't know why you would not give Monty Williams a long leash. Matter of fact, in the article that you had sent me this morning, they waited, right? They waited for Monty to kind of accept this job because he was some dealing with some stuff with his wife. And they're like, you know, hey, take your time. Do what you got to do. I like the Detroit approach when it came to Monty Williams. It sounds like that was their guy and they were willing to wait. And it makes me think, all right, we're going to give this guy some some leash to build something maybe similar to Phoenix. And listen, it's the East. It, it's winnable, right? You, it doesn't take a lot to swing a franchise. If one or two players can take you from – Lottery picks to playoffs that fast. So 
Um, I don't expect it this year, but you're right. Cade Cunningham, or somebody else I'm missing the boat on, but they do have some good young talent. Get a few draft picks. Maybe you can get a Wiley veteran in there that'll come over and play for them. And Detroit will not be the bottom of the heap in the East. I would put money on it. I, I kind of agree. I think I think Detroit has uh, uh, definitely some momentum upswing. I, I like Monty Williams as as a fit to, to coach that team. And the East is winnable. We've seen it before. So to me, I I, I good job, Monty. You know, um, I I really hope that he gets a, a really good shot to to bring this team out of you know obscurity. It's been like twenty years, right, since since the. The Rip Hamilton and then the Rashid Wallace days of them winning those back-to-back surprising championships, right? So, uh, just give us the malice in the palace. Give us something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, listen, I've been following Monty Williams' career for a while now. I remember when he was drafted by the Knicks, and uh, you know, he he coached uh, Chris Paul, I think, in in uh, New Orleans, right? He was he was the coach of the the Hornets for a while. I think he coached a, a younger Chris Paul. That must have been, yeah, probably like. I don't know, 13, 12, 13 years ago or something like that, right? So I, it's hard to imagine. Like, I mean, Chris Paul's been in the league so long. I don't know if he was still on the Hornets at that point in time. He's bounced around a lot <laughs> since then. Uh, but yeah, listen, I like the I like the the hire. I think Detroit did a good job. And I think Monty Williams found a, a good spot to land in uh, out of you know what was available. I mean, this was a, the only coaching job left, right? So um, what was available out there between... I don't think he had a real shot going to Philadelphia. I think their eyes were on Nick Nurse. I, you know, I, I don't think that um, uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 Raptors would have been a good fit either. You know, they went with an assistant. Um, so out of the available jobs that were there, I think Detroit was probably his best best bet. All right, uh, one more story, real quickly, just to talk about the. Uh, NBA Finals uh, ratings uh, it started off really strong, man. In fact, like like when the when the finals uh, started, it was one of the most watched NBA Finals uh, you know series to begin with. And then once the inevitable happened, I think once people realized that Denver was going to gentlemen sweep, people stopped tuning out. So they averaged uh, 5.47 million viewers per game. That is down from last year's Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics, uh, which is not a shock if you think about it. Boston, big market team, Golden State Warriors, defending champions, and pr- pretty good market there. Uh, so I, 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 you know, listen, I, I, I'm not surprised that the finals were this low, but I mean, Denver, Miami, still pretty big markets. Um, what, what is the NBA to do? Do they just kind of accept it? Uh, you know, I, I mean. This this is going to be the reality. There's going to be teams that aren't going to be must watch teams, the big the biggest markets uh, that are going to make the finals. And you know, I mean, what is the NBA to do? Well, I tell you what, they need to start doing is promoting more players, right? Because LeBron, Curry, um, Harden, you know, they, they they kind of push the narrative of the same players when for the last three years, the best player in the game has been Nikola Jokic. I don't see no Nikola Jokic commercials. I don't see ESPN talking about Nikola Jokic, you know, unless they have to, I mean, fuck LeBron gets bounced from the playoffs from these very nuggets. And it's LeBron for three fucking days. 
they got to start diversifying who they're talking about. Get into these younger players. Get into these not-so-big market teams. I mean, I get it. Denver's a major city. Miami's a major city. But in the spirit of the NBA or in sports in general, it's not Chicago. It's not New York. It's not L.A. They're smaller markets. Now, to your point on watching the games, yeah, I think after Miami – you know, game three after Denver just kind of bitch slapped Miami and took the two one lead. It's like, yeah, this thing's over. And maybe diehards were watching, but that's when people were losing interest. Not to mention, you know, we were right in the midst of some freaking gorgeous weather here in the Midwest. Ninety degrees for damn near two weeks, no rain. So that could have played a factor. But I think all of those things played a factor in the down ratings. I mean, to be fair, I'm um, the COVID year, the, the, the bubble season, uh, one of the lowest ever. I think that the, the fewest uh, viewers for each game, like ever, uh, you know, since they've been like really tracking this. So, I mean, um, not ever, because I mean, you know, I would say in recency, right? I mean, uh, no one really watched that series, six game series. Uh, Bucks, uh, Suns, there was a little bit of an uptick, but down. I mean, the, the honestly, the Warriors and Celtics were pretty huge ratings. Uh, Raptors Warriors, holy shit! They they the game six in that one drew eighteen point three four million viewers. Um, that's remarkable. That's uh, you know, uh, Warriors uh, Cleveland. They you know, they're fucking game five back in two thousand seventeen. Twenty four point four seven million viewers. Holy shit! Game seven Warriors uh, Cleveland thirty one point oh two million. So I'll tell you how you do this. Some home cooking, uh, officiating, get these fucking game sevens. That's what you fucking need. <laughs> and get the Warriors in, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Lots of baseball to talk about. Stay tuned. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are back. Possibly never left. Panther, where are we at in baseball today? I got three. I almost bet four, but I got three. Not a ton of games. We might touch them all. We might touch them all. I'm going to start in Arizona. Talk about this Phillies Diamondbacks matchup that we've kind of been on one one of us uh, each one of these games. Aaron Nola going against Ryan Nelson. I got to be honest. I think this game stinks. Nola is clearly the better pitcher. The Philly bats are starting to warm up, and at only minus one thirty, it's either a trap or value. Disagreement right out of the gate. Yeah, the Phillies have won the first two games in the series, and and it took a little extra innings to do it yesterday. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're starting to heat up. I mentioned that yesterday. I do think Philadelphia is, is going to make a run. I don't know if they quite catch Atlanta, but guess what? It didn't matter for them to catch Atlanta or the Mets last year. It didn't fucking matter. They got into the playoffs and they made some noise. I think the same thing from this Philadelphia team this year. But I'm I'm on Arizona today. Uh, Nola has the name brand recognition. I agree with you. But statistically, you know what? His name could be Ryan Nelson right now. Uh, D-backs tough to beat at home. I can't imagine them losing three in a row at home. So, yeah, $10 bet on Arizona. Next game up, we got Minnesota. Matt Boyd, who I thought would have gotten better. Sonny Gray for Minnesota. This, on paper, looks like a mismatch. Detroit's pretty bad, especially on the road. Minnesota and Sonny Gray, I really like them at home here. I got to run line it to get it tolerable. 
All right, let's see. What can I get you on this run line? Uh, I will get you plus 100 on that run line, Panther. How's that? Well, that's what you have to accept. All right, Panther's having a couple signal issues. I'm going to move on without him. Hopefully, he can catch up. I'm going to look at this Baltimore game. You got uh, the Blue Jays in Baltimore. And, um, yeah, listen, I, you know, Tyler Wells having a, having a good season coming off of, uh, I'd say, you know, three consecutive really good starts. I fade Kikuchi whenever I can. I, You know that. I fade Kikuchi wherever I can. That said, I mean, he's having a good season. He's winning games. But uh, Baltimore, very good team at home. Toronto, they won that game yesterday. So I'm I'm back in the O's today. $10 bet on Baltimore. Panther, how's Rosie doing? Uh, Rosie should be clear. Um, you know, looking at this game, I was tempted to jump on Toronto. But the fact that Kikuchi is on the road, eh, not so much. But when, look, Toronto with a plus line, you kind of have to think about it. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I'm leaning the Blue Jays. So far, disagreement. What else you got? All right. Did, did we catch my Detroit-Minnesota game, or do I need to recap that again? Plus 100 is what I'm getting you on that run line. All right. Very good. Very good. Angels at Texas. Holy shit. The God, the baseball God, Shohei Otani, is on the mound and is getting a plus line. What the hell is going on? Like, this is quicksand, and I've got both feet in, and there is no rope, no help to be found. This stinks to high heaven. I get it. Eovaldi's having a great season. But it's Otani with a plus line. I can't get away from it. Ten bucks on the Angels. I have an idea of what's going to happen for the DGEN Parlay today. We're going to look at the games we didn't bet on, and we're going to agree on those Slap games and, and throw those in because uh, I'm disagreeing with you on this one. I Listen, I, I get it. Uh, Otani is God. Dot, dot, dot. He hasn't been pitching like God lately. Yeah, he's been fading himself. Like, I'm fading him. He's fading himself. Eovaldi's been one of the best pitchers in the AL. Honestly, Texas, I, I think, you know, they want to walk away with a two-game split in this series. They, they've they lost two. They've they've won one. It's a divisional series. I really like Texas here today. $10 bet on the Rangers. All right, last game up for me. Cleveland is in San Diego. Logan Allen going against one of your favorite pitchers, you Darvish. Uh, listen, I, listen, you Darvish is basically like Kikuchi to me. When he's at home, I really, really like him. When he's on the road, eh, not so much. He is at home and at minus 140, that's a, kind of a tolerable line. I like the fathers for 10 bucks. Is it contingent upon him starting? Is the bet yes, contingent upon him starting? Oh, yes. okay, because I am seeing Weathers as the uh, slated potential starter. Interesting. Yeah, and Mr. Fitted just confirmed Weathers is the San Diego pitchers as well. So I, that's what I am seeing. I am seeing uh, both on the four-letter network and on action, they have uh, Allen versus Weathers in that matchup. See, this is what happens between 3 a.m. and 9 a.m. It's, it's San Diego is three hours behind us, and they still made that pitching switch. So that's kind of weird. But, yeah, so I'm just crossing that game off. If Weathers is going, I'm not touching well, that was a game that I almost bet on, and guess what? I would have been on the opposite side. I like Cleveland in that one with the plus line. I hit on San Diego, the whale's vagina yesterday, but not today. I like Cleveland in this one with the plus line. So is that it? Because I'm, I'm not betting anything else. That's it. All right, let's look at some of these other games that are on the board, and let's, let's put together this uh, <laughs> DGN parlay. We, parlay we, that we didn't bet on. We, we've got the Rays minus 205 versus the Red Hot Athletics. Listen, the A's lost one yesterday. Are we throwing them into the parlay? Are we throwing the A's plus 180 in the parlay or the Rays minus 205? They making it. You know what? 
I like the A's with Blackburn on the mound. Um, you know, the Rays got one yesterday, but it's not like it's McClanahan or Rasmussen pitching. So Blackburn has not been terrible, and I like the ways the A's are playing. Tons of value on the A's. I like the A's. All right, let's do this. This goes out to X Chris, not listening live today, but when he does listen to the recording of this, we're doing this for you, buddy. A's plus 180. All right. Let's see, Rockies, Braves, uh, Atlanta minus two forty-five, Rockies plus two ten. With all that value we just got from the a- from from that A's game, let's just eat it all up. I, who, who's I, is it a rookie pitcher for Atlanta, and they're minus two forty-five against Freeland? He's been pitching fantastic. I mean, I liked Freeland there for a while. He's regressed his last few games. Yeah, Freeland's a pretty decent pitcher, and you think he's old, but he really isn't. <sighs> The value is all over the Rockies, but it sounds like Vegas truly believes the Braves are going to win this one running away. If we're going to add it, I'd argue. You want a run line? Run you want a run line? Think, all right. I think we need to run line. Let's look at this run line here on the Braves. We will get minus 120. Boom. There you go. Got that. All right. So let's see. We got Oakland plus the 180. All right. Uh, Braves minus one one twenty five. All right. Uh, next game up would be Pirates Cubs. We want to touch that one. I don't want to touch that one. Nationals Astros. That's <laughs> <laughs> an Astros. Christian Javier on the man. Let's let's take the Astros. Oh, run, run line them too. Uh yeah. Washington sucks, and Javier is actually quietly putting up a Cy Young type season. All right, plus one hundred five on that one, and let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Our parlay is going to pay us plus 832. We are run lining the Braves. We are run lining the Astros. And we are taking the Oakland A's. That is our DGEN parlay for today, Panther. It is our non agreement parlay. We were forced to agree because we had so much disagreement today. Thanks so much to Mr. Fitted for giving his opinion into this parlay as well. Uh, and that is it, Panther. Here's Thursday. Take us the fuck home. You know, that's the great part about doing this uh, live podcast when the guys come in and listen, because sometimes we have questions. We don't have answers. And guys like we and Mr. Fitted and you know Nardog and the guys show up and answer questions for us. So thanks so much for listening live. You guys that you know listen to us after the fact, you can also listen to us live. Just join the asylum in the discord. It's free. Come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.